welcome to JP's podcast for dramas that I've been trying to start for a good four years. I love the podcast format and I love dramas, so I thought why not put the two things together? And what's a better day to start it than the first day of the new year? So welcome to my dramas podcast and we're gonna have some fun. So this drama originally it was going to be a K-dramas only podcast but as my drama watching has grown from 2016 till today to oh, it's been 6 years wow okay um till now I have branched into watching media content from a lot of a lot of other countries so I'm just calling going to call it a general drama podcast cuz you know I will have Uh, content or you know discussions about dramas um apart from korean dramas so i didn't i wanted to be an overarching podcast kind of a thing so yeah this is just an introductory episode to show you all what i will be talking about or why i like k-dramas i am doing this by myself for now cuz it's just for fun but i do i'm very fortunate that i have a lot of friends who have the same interests as me so who knows maybe i can bully them or you know convince them to join me in this um you know endeavor so let's see let's do a k drama rewind um for the year 2021 uh, i watched a lot of drama as usual no social life club um i watched in total i, I completed 79 dramas um and we're going to see what really happened in those um i think dramas had a good year i know a lot of people especially for k dramas a lot of people like to say that 2016 was a great year um but i think 2020 was a good year for dramas as well in generally looking at some of the quality that came out some of the variety that came out um obviously there were some tr- terrible dramas as well but <laughs> i think overall 2021 has given us a lot of dramas to talk about um from my own personal i think some of my top favorites from 2021 would be um for k dramas it would be beyond evil tali and the cocky prince do much your service um hometown cha 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 um you know the controversy notwithstanding um hospital players season 2 that whole uh show concept is just next up we'll talk we'll go further detail about that um and uh some other ones that honorable mentions i would say naviera was beautiful it was heart-wrenching it was um yeah it really kind of put that put a lot of um had me feel a lot of feelings and we all know Song Kang is Netflix's darling so he's really really doing well with them um what else came out in 2021 Racket Boys Racket Boys also uh for me it was surprised because I didn't I didn't start watching it immediately um but then when I started it, it I couldn't stop because it was so much fun and you'd it really this show gave me a lot of hope for like um the future of K-dramas cuz All the actors are super young but they're so talented so obviously they're going to do great things as they go on. Um so excited to see that and it was just just a great fun drama to watch. So if you haven't watched Racket Boys and um Racket Boys is one of the two dramas of the year that I recommend to everyone that if you haven't watched K-dramas and you don't want to watch like a super heavy one, watch Racket Boys. And um 
yeah, I think those would be probably my like top top recommended. Honorable mention again, Vincenzo. I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of <laughs> bullshit for this. Vincenzo was a good drama. It's really great drama. What made it great was the ensemble, like the whole found found family feeling of it. I thought it was really fun. Um, the okay, we'll we're gonna take a pause here, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna talk about. We'll start the conversations conversation with Vincenzo. Um, and also, this is going to there's going to be no format to this podcast. It's just me talking to the air for 20 minutes. So apologies if it's not interesting. Um, but here, I mean, you guys are here, or I don't even know if I'm actually going to publish this. But anyways, we're going to continue. So Vincenzo, how I would like to start off is Vincenzo is in a long line of um, TV shows that is done that the same director has done. Um, so. Uh, Oh God, let me. Yeah, so no, sorry, not the same director, the same writer. Apologies for that. The same writer um, has done similar drama. So if you know the writer, um, their name is uh, Park Jae Bum, not that Park Jae Bum, but Park Jae Bum writer of dramas. Um, if you look at if you look at their if you look at their um, filmography, the stuff that they've written. So it starts with um, Chief Kim, which. Um, this series, what I call this ensemble cast series, starts with Chief Kim. So, a, a a big component of the entire plot of a lot of their shows kind of revolves around um, this one central character who's a great, very, very morally gray figure. Um, kind of brings together a ragtag group of people and ha- who helps them take down the big bad, quote unquote. Um, so the first I feel like the first drama that they did which had the same kind of motif was Cheap Kim which to me is one of I would say top five all-time favorite okay not maybe top five top eight all-time favorite dramas I love Nam Gung Min I think he's one of the finest actors uh, finest Korean actors I mean it both way like he's a fantastic actor he's also very fine if you know what I mean um, yeah so Cheap Kim revolves around him um, and a ragtag group of like ensemble of people who help him achieve the goal of beating this like big bad and the the acting in that show is fantastic please go watch it it's from 2017 super fun it also has Lee Jun-ho from 2pm in an antagonistic role but kind of the role that flips over really and that kind of you know that role really really proves Jun-ho's medal as an actor like that show really um, I feel like separated him from his idol like identity and made him shine as an actor so if you're a fan of Junho I would say Chief Kim should be at the top of your favorite list to watch um, next the next show that they did was The Fiery Priest with Kim Nam-gil as the lead and Hani Lee as the main uh, the female lead um, again same type of drama um, you know grey grey male main character kind of has an ensemble cast to defeat the big bad Super funny, super um, enjoyable. It's just like those, you know, you don't have to think too much. It's just kind of like episode by episode is just a lot of fun. And you know how they get one step ahead of the big bad. Um, and it's fantastic. I, it's a lot of fun, I would say. I would say it was like a little bit funnier than Vincenzo was. Um, how, would I, how I would compare it, it was like it, it had a lower budget than Vincenzo, but it was funnier because personally... I like Honey Lee's like um, the way she her comedic timing and the way she acts. 
the Vincenzo was kind of I would say a successor to Fiery Priest rather than Chief Kim I would say Vincenzo was a successor to Fiery Priest you can see the increased budget you can see the the whole basically it was the same kind of plot line but um really on much much bigger scale considering all the you know amazing CGI effects they did to bring like the Italian countryside when i saw the i'm sure everybody's at this point has seen that famous like green screen special effects thing of when Vincenzo is supposed to be in Italy oh wow like i really whoever did that like kudos to you and kudos to Song Joong-ki for like really acting as if he was in that situation really loved it so Um, Vincenzo was really fun. I would I would say I enjoyed it. It won't go anywhere near my top dramas, but I didn't dislike it. I had a lot of fun watching it. There were some bits here and there that I would say were problematic, and you know I'm not comfortable with those. Um, but overall, it was a great drama. There was some great act. I ha- I hadn't seen Chun Yoo Bin in anything before this, um, but I really liked her acting. I thought she was fun. I thought she was enjoyable. I know some people weren't big fans of her, but I don't know. I liked her. I really liked her. I thought she did really well. I thought she fit in the whole ensemble really well, um, and it was. And something unique about this show is that I think everybody who's watched this show has had the same reaction: is that um, you have to, the first four episodes. It people, so many people dropped it. We wanted to drop it, but you have to get over episode three and half of episode four. Then it starts getting into the real meat of the plot of Vincenzo. So if you are planning to watch it, I would say don't get discouraged if by episode three or three and a half, and you're like, or like you know, in the half of like episode four, you're like I hate this. Like what is happening? Nothing is happening. I don't want. Um, trust me, you hold that trust. You carry on, and then you'll find the fun. Um, so yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. Like I said, I wouldn't say it was like blew my mind and like my life changed, but it was super fun, which is really in keeping with this um, this writer's kind of plots. He makes really enjoyable and fun K dramas that, and a lot of found family ensemble feels, which is one of my favorite tropes. And I think a lot of people watch K dramas love those tropes as well. So if you like found family, if you like fun. Sequences where you know the you know where David versus Goliath kind of thing. This is the show for you, and I would definitely uh, recommend checking out Chief Kim and the Fiery Priest um, as well because they fall into the same category. But I feel like the acting in those shows a tiny bit better. Uh, not that this cast didn't do well, and you'll also find a lot of a um, lot of the same actors in the shows because I guess the screenwriter brings them back because they like them, which is which is fun. I love. I love seeing um, the same cast from like previous shows of a writer come back to new shows. Um, um, it's super fun. I think Shin Won Ho also does that. They cast um, you know actors from previous previous um, of the shows and their new shows, and I love that. I love the whole meta thing about it. Um, an example of that meta thing is once again this has this has no flow, no format. I'm just gonna talk about whatever I want to talk about. Anyways, another one of the examples is during Racket Boys when um, one of the characters. Oh God, I forgot the name.、Um, two of the characters who were in Prison Playbook.、Uh, one of them is also in, in Racket Boys, and the other, this other character, makes a cameo, and they look at each other and they have this this look of surprise. 
when they see each other and they're pointing at each other and you're like oh my god they're going to mention something about like prison playbook well they play it off as if they don't know each other it's really funny and i really enjoyed that and i thought that was a really nice kind of you know throwback to the show that they had been in previously um and it was really sweet i love that i'm a big sucker for stuff like that so i enjoyed that really well so the reason why i talked about vincenzo for so long cuz i think it was i think it was one of the biggest shows of the year um as as someone who is on Tumblr as someone who creates content on Tumblr i think vincenzo was a k drama that came around the time where kind of like the pandemic thing was at at a height and a lot of people were looking for uh k dramas on netflix to watch and i think vincenzo was one of those dramas that that got people into deeper i would say the 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 kind of revolution that crash landing started we're not going to talk about squid game because that came after so it doesn't really have an effect about what i'm talking right now but i think the 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 kind of revolution that was started by crash landing um vincenzo kind of took up that mantle and continued like people because netflix is so accessible people turned to it and um you know kind of vincenzo was there was the next obvious choice so I mean Chanso did really well in terms of content uh, appreciation so I think it it kind of took that crown as getting people involved into K-dramas. And um you know everything being said Vincenzo is a very typical K-drama so that was really not a surprise considering the elements that it had um resonated with people who had watched Crash Landing because it was very similar elements. So I think that really um I personally think that Vincenzo made a lot of people who were on the fence and joining K-dramas really take that leap and and I think it created a lot of fun. It was I think this is common in American TV shows where where a fandom is built um on a TV show because they have several seasons of the TV shows. It's easy to like keep up with content, make more fandom content. But K-dramas don't really have that happen like you don't have like a fandom specifically dedicated for a show because 99% of the time the show has one season um it's 16 episodes done 20 episodes maximum done so it's hard to create like a whole fandom for you know something that's done and dusted in 16 episode episodes um but with Vincenzo I feel like it created a very it was an anomaly because it created a fandom in itself where people were Vincenzo fans they weren't just K-drama fans they were like you know they had like an own fandom So that was really interesting. I mean it I feel like it did die down fairly quickly, but it was an interesting phenomenon that I had not seen before in all 5 years of like making content, creating content. So how that there was a really interesting phenomenon um and we'll see if there any other K-drama kind of takes up that crown again where people get so into it that an entire fandom is created for specifically it which doesn't really happen. And what I found also was hilarious with a lot of fans who, you know, were new to the K-drama world were asking, "Oh, when is the next season dropping?" And you know, uh we had to drop we had to like tell them the sad news that sorry, but this is it. This is not going to happen again. So um you know, it's interesting seeing people take take that route or take that leap from more like TV shows from the west and then kind of come uh, to K-dramas or dramas in general and then hope that there's going to be more seasons and you know it's not that case um and that has also been a big debate um i think about the seasons versus the no seasons and personally for me i think it depends i really do like the the one season 16 20 episodes one and done kind of thing that k-dramas have 
but then sometimes like I really like a show and I really want it to have as many seasons as possible because I want to keep seeing the characters I want to keep seeing the ships etc and Hospital Playlist is a good example of that I think when season 2 was announced when it was announced that it was going to be like a seasons show a lot of people were not so happy about it because it it felt like a very americanization of the cold k drama genre but but you know at the end of episode 12 of season 1 we were like i can't wait for the season 2 of the show to come as fast as possible so there has to be said i think there's um there's certain shows that can fit the model really well like hospital playlist it is like you know it has an overarching theme but it has like kind of day to day scenarios so it makes sense for that drama to have seasons because you see the characters developing and you see some unfinished things so you're dying to see the next season but i think in general personally my opinion is like most dramas have that solid end um uh, you know which is great and there's no need to drag it further so um my final my final opinion on that it depends it depends on the show it depends on how the characters interact with each other what what we get what we make so yeah that's that's those are my thoughts on that and um very scatterbrained this is is this a podcast or this is just is just just me talking to the void about my own feelings of k-dramas i don't know um for me there was a lot of awards announced recently i think um namgun min won the mbc they found for best actor um which i think 100% deserved because the veil may have been a troubled show it wasn't a great show i would say it wasn't as fun as it as i wanted to be but he did such a wonderful job as he always does i don't think he is i think sometimes he makes dumb cast dumb like script decisions but his acting is perfection like the way he transformed his entire self i follow him on instagram and i saw his whole transformation it was ridiculous to go from like this skinny lean pretty guy to look like like this big bulked up war machine wow but um he was very intense i feel like none of his characters are ever the same he never plays a character twice so you know sometimes some actors can like fall into the rip you know this is just oh so and so character is just a continuation of part 2 of their previous character and this happens a lot and we've seen this with actors actors I will not name um but when I'm going it's never that case like if you watch like if you watch Chief Kim and then you watch The Veil you'll be like I can't believe he's the same person if you watch Hot Stove League and you watch um I don't know what was he in The Defendant or that was Jisung any other show that you watch if oh the undateables whatever you'll be like how is this the same person so he really surprises in that way and i think he 100% deserved it he was up against i think junho for red sleeve um i do personally think that junho is doing a fantastic job in the red sleeve so far i think he's doing really well as the king especially being in sagaks it's hard to play a character that existed in history and kind of add your own flair to it but i think so far um especially a a uh, character would like um King Chongyo who was the son of the deposed um Prince Sado um it is a hard role to play but he's doing a fantastic job i really enjoy that show um so you know i think he deserved it too but I, if i had to compare definitely think Namgunmin winning it makes sense because there was if you watch the veil it was very very intense and um it seems like you know he went through a lot to film that so yeah i support that win 
um, and I don't know the, about the other how the other which um, which actors won for the other shows for SBS or KBS I don't know but um, I think we had some really good fun dramas this year and hopefully it continues 2022 this one thing I will say about 2022 some of the casting news that's come come I I can't believe it like I can't believe that there's a show that has Sonia Jin mirroring at, in the leads as like women in their 40s like you know for a long time women led uh, shows wouldn't get greenlit because they'd be like oh people don't want to watch it but in the past I would say two years there's been such a demand and such like um, appreciation for female only female led shows that I'm glad that we have this um, this amazing casting because can you imagine Sonia Jin and Midoring in um, why am I calling her Midoring like her Instagram handle John Midoring you know who I'm talking about um, they like that casting and Kim Goon and Nam Ji Hyun being in a show together as sisters that casting like it's I feel like 2022 has been just casting crews over casting crews like people are doing so freaking well and Park Young Sik and Han Sohee wow can't wait to watch that um that um dynamic together I think they're both fantastic I think they're both amazing at what they do I'm excited to see them as a couple so yeah um 2020 is a really 2022 is a really great year to watch it for dramas too because I feel like it's going to be a lot of amazing acting uh you know mesh with amazing acting so exciting year uh to look forward to and that's all I'm gonna say and that's the wrap-up I've spent 21 minutes talking in the air about my love for k-dramas uh I, I want to say like two people hear this but to those two people I love y'all thank you so much it's probably going to be my friends I'm sorry in advance um, but I'm going to force everybody and the K-drama uh, group chat I'm sorry you guys will have to hear this I apologize in advance but too bad you chose this um, I mean you didn't really cho- choose to be in a group chat with me but, but you chose this anyway signing off uh, I don't know if this episode won this was just kind of instruction maybe i'll have more structure for episode two maybe i'll never do this again but i feel like no better time like the present right 2022 2022 can't even say that right but it's going to be our year let's go and thank you for listening